Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, gold Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989-898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989-898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989 with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989-898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Everyone's waiting to hear what I have to say about last night. You know why? Because everyone has something to say about last night. Everyone has an opinion. Now, they're saying it was a mess of a debate. I blame Meatloaf Jr. I warned you about Meatloaf Jr. years ago, the sneering nobody. He is the one who destroyed the president. He is the one who destroyed the debates last night. He interrupted Trump 30 times. He did not interrupt Biden maybe three or four times. He didn't let Trump press Biden on the fact that Biden's pushing the Green New Deal right out of occasional Cortex's playbook. Biden pretends to be a centrist. Today, Biden is on a train. How pathetic and sad. How pathetic and sad that they would think of a 1950s image, an old Amtrak train. I only hope that the sleeping car has clean sheets for old Joe. But what is he doing on a train in the year 2020 for an election that will give us the leader of the free world? Who is Joe Biden? I'm not fooled by the phony moderate. I'm not fooled at all. Let me share with you a direct quote from moderate Joe Biden's website. It's only one paragraph. I realize that's longer than a tweet, which is longer than the average American's capacity to listen to anything today. It's not a soundbite. It's from Joe Biden's own website. Biden believes the Green New Deal is a crucial framework for meeting the climate challenges we face. It powerfully captures two basic truths, which are at the core of his plan. One, the United States urgently needs to embrace greater ambition on an epic scale to meet the scope of this challenge. And two, our environment and our economy are completely and totally connected. You didn't know moderate Joe also supported this insane Green New Deal put forward by occasional cortex, did you? All it would have taken was a few clicks on his campaign website to see how similar he is to the soup-stained communists. 
The same page I quoted above also talks about a clear energy revolution, clear energy revolution. He says he will sign executive orders to see the nation gets to net zero emissions by 2050 and so forth and so on. He wants free college tuition to students. There are many other things on Joe Biden, the fake phony moderate, that you must understand did not come out last night because the fix was in before the debates began. The fix was in between Fox News and Meatloaf Jr. He's a Marxist in moderate clothing. Chris Wallace destroyed the debate last night. It wasn't Trump. What do you want Trump to do? What do you want him to do when he's attacked? Do you now? Remember the, the uh, attack? Do you now condemn white nationalists and white supremacists? When did Trump ever support white nationalists and white supremacists? He never did. Why didn't they ask Joe Biden? Do you condemn occasional cortex's hatred for America? Do you hate the squad's association with anti-Semites? Do you support the Black Lives Matter nationalist movement? Do you support the Marxists in the Black Lives Matter movement, Joe? There's so much more to this communist monstrosity that I don't want to rehash it all again if doing it in my book, Our Fight for America. By the way, everything I've quoted to you about the phony moderate, I have an entire chapter on Joe Biden that has been missed by America. It's chapter nine called The Phony Moderate. It's all about Joe Biden from his own website. And what I said was when socialism came to America, it wasn't ushered in by that soup-stained street corner communist Bernie Sanders. It wasn't crazy-eyed Alexandria occasional cortex. Socialism came to America silently, riding a serious but far from terrifying virus called SARS-CoV-2, which causes COVID-19, properly known as the coronavirus. It's all in there, the phony moderate. Now, last night I was tweeting pretty heavily during the debates, and then I got banned from Twitter. I was thrown off Twitter for one tweet. You want to hear what the tweet was? It's important you know. I quoted the CDC itself when I said, no, it's not 200,000 dead from COVID. It's about 8,000 people died from COVID itself. That's the actual numbers that I did not create. I quoted the CDC. I was thrown off Twitter for quoting the CDC. It's not 200,000 dead. That's an invention of the left wing to make Trump look bad. It's 8,000 people died from COVID-19 per se. The others died from related or underlying illnesses related to the disease, not from the disease itself. I have a whole chapter on the COVID scam in our fight for America that is must reading and discussing before this election. Do you know that because of payments from insurance companies and reimbursements from the federal government, hospitals are recategorizing deaths from old age as COVID-19 in order to get more money. Are you aware of any of this? No. That's because that schmuck, Chris Walachinsky, didn't bring any of that up. It was not a hot mess of a debate. It was a hot messed up moderator. Now they're talking about canceling the future debates. Now, I'm going to ask you, though, you probably didn't even hear what I had to say about any of this. Most of you are just hot, hot under the collar and want to talk. I get that. And so I'm going to open up the lines to you at 855-407-282. I was banned by Twitter last night for saying there were only 8,000 deaths from COVID directly, and I quoted the CDC. That's a takeaway. But I'll ask you a simple question. Who won the debate? Is this what you wanted to see? What should Trump have done differently, if anything? 
Do you think Trump lost the swing vote as he actually needs? Um, this issue of critical race theory that was brought up by Wallachinsky, who had the nerve to, to attack the president by saying, do you now? Or, or are you now? Or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? Basically, that's what he's equivalent of that. So he said to him, do you disavow critical race theory? Why did you, why did you force the federal government from drop this horrible racist training? from federal governments. I went through such a f uh, training once when I was a young talk show host, first year at KSFO. I was forced to sit through such diversity training. I was the only one in the room, asked people over there who stood up and I attacked the trainers for being the racist pigs that they were. And I walked out of that meeting. Guess what happened? Because I stood up and stood up to those hateful anti-white scum known as diversity trainers. I didn't lose my position at the radio station. They were never hired again. They were never brought back in again. Critical race theory is racism. It's really criticized whites theory. There's no such thing as critical race theory. It's put out by Marxist professors. It was embedded in the government during the Obama years and Trump dumped it. It's hard Marxist academic ideology. Trump was right to dump it. But of course, Chris Wallachinsky made it sound like Trump supported white racism and white nationalism. In 1999, I spoke at the Commonwealth Club in San Francisco, and I said, beware the government media complex. It's a very important and famous speech. Chris Meatloaf Wallace was exhibit A for the government media complex I was warning about in 1999. Trump had to debate him and Biden. Why? Because I am told behind the scenes that Fox News, the Murdoch brothers, are all in it for the Dems. They are in it for the Dems 100%. Now, do I blame the Murdochs? No, it's their operation. They see what they need to do for their income and for their future of the news corporation. And they see an America moving to the left, especially amongst the younger people. So they're moving to the left. It's a business decision. I'll tell you who I blame. I blame Trump's advisors. I said it to you yesterday on the show. The minute I saw last week that Trump's advisors permitted this guy Wallachinsky to be the moderator, I knew the fix was in and they were out to destroy him. I blame Trump's advisors. I blame the people around Trump for letting them choose Wallachinsky. They could have chosen someone else in Fox News. Brett Baer is a moderate, but he's a fair moderate and very intelligent. He's not an ideologue like Wallachinsky. I wouldn't suggest that they pick Wallbanger because he's literally in the pocket of Trump. He's an embarrassment. I wouldn't suggest they pick Laura Ingram. I like Laura. I think she's smart. But uh, Laura's too partisan for, uh, for moder to be a moderator. Brett Baer would have been a better moderator, probably much smarter than Wallachinsky, and would have brought up second and tertiary questions to the, the important issues facing America. Now, here's a positive statement that you didn't read anywhere else. Are you ready? I haven't seen this anywhere except at the Gateway Pundit. Hispanic voters at Telemundo say President Trump overwhelmingly won the debate 66 to 34 percent. I have to repeat that because you didn't see it on MSNBC. You didn't see it on ABC. You didn't see it on any of the big websites. Telemundo overwhelmingly gave the debate to Trump, according to their polls, 66 to 34 percent. Did you know that? Now, you say that's false. Well, Hillary won the Hispanic vote uh, 66 to 34 in the 2016 election. You want to hear something ironic?
Wouldn't it be ironic if the illegal aliens who the Democrats have counted on turn on the Democrats and vote for Trump and save the country from the far left Biden Harris gang? Wouldn't that be an irony? Isn't it isn't it overwhelmingly funny that the Telemundo organization, according to their polls, said Hispanic voters overwhelmingly gave the debate to Trump 66 to 34. Now, let's assume that a large number of illegal aliens in America are here from Mexico, Guatemala, El Salvador, Nicaragua, and they're Hispanic. So a good percentage of illegal aliens in America who vote, as we know from California and through the SEIU, the Service Employees International Union, which runs the state behind the scenes, deeply tied to the Nancy Pelosi uh, crowd, wouldn't it be odd if they turned against the Pelosi crowd and suddenly vote for Trump? Now, if this is true, that Hispanics overwhelmingly prefer Trump to Biden, you have to ask yourself why. I know the answer why, because I understand cultures. Remember, my training is partially in anthropology. The fact is Hispanics, especially Hispanic men, like strong men. They hate weak men. They don't like weak old men like Biden. They like strong men. And they also respect somebody who speaks up for their own country. That's Trump. So wouldn't it be odd if the illegal aliens uh, vote for Trump and save the country from the Biden-Harris gang? I think it would be very, very interesting if that happens. So when I come back, I will take your calls on all of the topics that I've raised, mainly who won, and make it simple. And I don't care if you attack Trump, we'll put you up anyway. How do you like that? I'm not going to just run a one-sided show today. And I have a big announcement to make today. I'll make it right now and make it simple. I'll explain it at another time. Come January, you're only going to hear me on my, uh, whatever they call this, podcast. You will not hear me on this radio station anymore as of uh, January. I cannot give you the reasons. I'm constrained for legal uh, reasons. You will no longer hear Michael Savage on radio anywhere in America. I'll be right back. Savage. Look, it's no surprise that current events, news in other words, the horrible news, is contributing to more stress and sleep deprivation, okay? Ebb Cool Drift can help you. Imagine what you can take on the morning after a restful night of restorative sleep. Whether you're seeking a natural solution to a long-term battle with sleeplessness or looking for small improvements to operate at your peak, it is time for you to try the Ebb Cool Drift the Ebb Cool Drift Sleep System. See, the mind's normal way of dealing with stress and challenges is to be on guard or more vigilant. It's the inverse of what's needed for a restful night of sleep. The Ebb Cool Drift Sleep System gives you a cooling, calming sensation to the forehead, which is designed to counteract the way the mind and body reacts to stressful situations. Ebb Cool Drift has been clinically validated and users reported improved sleep quality by 90%. Listen to this. The new Ebb Cool Drift is a lightweight and portable sleep system designed to be versatile to fit your lifestyle, calming your racing mind anywhere you need. My producer, Robert, has been using the Ebb Sleep System for a few months. He's been getting better sleep every night. Robert likes the new Cool Drift system as it is portable rechargeable, and able to help him relax anytime he needs. Now, here's the beauty. Users can try it risk-free for 60 nights to confirm it's the solution they've been looking for. 
And just for my listeners, you can save $25 off your order by going to triab.com slash savage and using promo code savage at checkout. That's $25 off your order. And you can try a risk-free for 60 nights. That's tryebb.com slash savage. Tryab.com slash savage. Promo code savage to save $25 today. Have you ever experienced turbulence on a flight and wondered why? And you can see all the terrain around you. Uh, you've got no issue with visibility or anything? No, everything's peachy. Maybe you've sat on the tarmac for hours wondering why your plane isn't moving. Well, we're outside here. They're saying the ramp is closed. They won't let us park because of uh, Air Force One. Listen in on the conversations between pilots and air traffic controllers on the Air Traffic Out of Control podcast. Cybersecurity declaring an emergency. There's smoke in the cabin. I need to make a landing right now on 31 left. We have the most interesting, wild, and funny ATC recordings you will ever hear. Check out Air Traffic Out of Control wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. All right, so if you missed the first segment, Hispanic voters at Telemundo say President Trump overwhelmingly won the debate 66% to 34%. The vermin in the media are not reporting it. The vermin who set Trump up for a fall will not report it on Fox News. Isn't it ironic that the illegal aliens amongst the Hispanic voters may actually save America from the far left? So you ask yourself, if that poll is correct, I have no reason to doubt it, uh, why would Hispanics, legal or illegal, tend to vote for Trump? There's a couple of reasons. One, they like a strong man. They like people who speak directly to them. They hate liars. And number two, they know what a far-left ideology did to the nations they ran from. They know what socialism is. They lived it in Guatemala. They lived in it in Mexico. They lived it in all of these corrupt third-world nations, and they don't want it to come here. That's as simple as that. So then maybe they see through it. I don't really know the answer. I do know this. As a debate, compare it to the um, Lincoln-Douglas debates. Let, let's start with the, uh, the alpha and the omega of presidential debates. Which would you say is the alpha and which is the omega? The Lincoln-Douglas debates or the Trump-Biden debates? Do I have to spell that one out? This was the lowest point in the history of American presidential debates, primarily because it was a setup from the get-go by Meatloaf Jr. There was no leadership, no statesmanship, no accountability, no empathy, no humility, no integrity, no respect. Did you hear Joe say to the president of the United States, you're a liar right from the beginning? Did you hear him attack him? Mr. Nice Guy called him a liar right to the world's face. If that's not contemptuous of the uh, debate format, tell me what is. You let Joe Biden say you're a liar to the president before the president said anything negative about him. And you don't hold Joe Biden accountable for that because he's riding on an Amtrak train today, making believe he's nice old Joe. They got him out of the sleeping car, fed him with enough pills and coffee to get him going. Where was the inspiration from last night? Where was one statement we could take home, an uplifting quote that we as citizens can carry with us? I'll repeat again, when I was a young man, I was a young teacher, John F. Kennedy was president, and I'll never forget what he said because it struck me personally. I love John F. Kennedy. He was a hero of mine. I didn't know whether he was a Democrat or Republican. I really didn't care. 
I didn't care about party at the time. I looked at the man and listened to them. JFK said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. It put steel in my spine. It made me want to go forth in life and do something for my nation. That was one line from one president at another time in America. Did Joe Pasty White have anything to say last night that you can remember? You know, I started tweeting very early on. I also shocked you, I know, at the end of the segment by saying uh, something that you probably didn't expect. Did they, they take it off Twitter already? Where is this? Did they delete it from Twitter? I don't believe this. Oh, here it is. Yes, sadly so. As of January 2021, you will no longer hear Michael Savage on any radio station. Only on my podcast. Too many Chris Wallace's took over radio. I'm going to leave it at that. I can't say any more. So if you've come to love me over 26 years, everything comes to an end. All things come to an end. However, Avino Alenu, God my father, God my king, only when he silences me would you no longer hear me. Savage. Isn't it a hassle going to grocery stores now? I mean, it really is. So skip the crowded aisles and the masks. Have Omaha Steaks ship all your food safely to your doorstep. They are the world's greatest steaks, Omaha Steaks, premium meats as well, easy meals, everything you need to ensure your family is stocked up for the long haul. And it's all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. They even have frozen lobster. It's delicious. And it's all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. But the key here is Omaha Steaks, perfectly aged, 100% American grain-finished beef for the ultimate in tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. The Omaha Steakhouse experience delivers everything you need to enjoy the finest steakhouse dinner in the comfort of your own home, right? Iconic steaks, classic sides, decadent desserts, and more. Every order is flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed, safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice and stays ready to cook in the freezer for months. Right now... You can get a gourmet grill-out package exclusive for my listeners. What is it? This package includes bacon-wrapped filet mignon, top sirloin, boneless chicken breast, pork chops, burgers, and jumbo franks, side dishes, and the world-renowned ultra-delicious caramel apple tartlets and more. It's all there. Go to omahsteaks.com and enter the code SAVAGE into the search bar. And listen to this. For a limited time, Omaha Steaks will add... They're going to add two pounds in extra burgers and gourmet jumbo franks free with your order just by entering the code SAVAGE. That's amazing. Omaha Steaks, code SAVAGE. And you're going to get all that extra stuff for free. Omaha Steaks has been bringing people together for over 100 years. Enjoy family, enjoy friends, enjoy the best steak of your life. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter SAVAGE in the search bar for exclusive offers not available anywhere else. If you order today, Omaha Steaks will add four burgers and four gourmet jumbo franks to your order for free. OmahaSteaks.com. Enter Savage. It is the Savage Nation. So, look, one other thing. At the end of the opening monologue, I told you that as of January, I will no longer be on any radio station in America. And... I will have my podcast, which has very a very large following, and I got a lot of answers. I can't discuss it right now. I don't intend to, because all you care about is the debates. Even though I think not many minds were changed, I truly believe that um, may, you know, all we care about are the swing voters. 
That's all any side was really, you know, trying to get going there. And this uh, debate last night, so all of the Biden people, all of these are voting D, all the Trump people are going to still vote R. So you're talking about a, a small segment of independent voters. Where did they go last night? I don't really know. I'm not an independent voter. And so I don't really know where they went. I know that I have one poll that I think is, is promising. Hispanic voters at Telemundo say President Trump overwhelmingly won debate 66 to 34. And I want to remind you that Hillary won the Hispanic vote 66 to 34 in the 2016 election. Maybe that will be the ironic twist to this whole election. Who knows? So many of you said about that announcement that I listened to you only on podcast anyway. I've been listening to you on podcast for years. And so it's not a big change for me. So, all right, so we'll see what happens. I will talk about it maybe tomorrow or next week when I, you know, have the strength and the desire. I want to go back to the savage tweets from last night before I was cut off. Isn't it ironic that I was cut off by Twitter after telling you this today, the cutoffs, the cutoffs, the cutoffs? I wonder why Savage is having so much trouble with the powers that be. I just wonder. So here are some of my tweets for last night. How long into this debate will it be before Meatloaf Jr. pays homage to the evil Ruth Ginsburg, the ACLU plant? It was about two minutes into the debate, by the way. Immediately. Immediately. Uh, Meatloaf cut Trump off when Trump said you don't know where Judge Barrett stands on Roe v. Wade. Meatloaf attacking Trump, not moderating. Then they went on to health care for 12 minutes. I got berserk. I said, health care? This is what the Meatloaf chooses to feature? Not the riots, not the economy. Now the filibuster, what a farce. Meatloaf is a shell for Biden. Meatloaf attacking Trump, not moderating. Joe blows it. Joe ripped for lying about his college. Did you hear Trump rip him about his college attendance? Joe, Biden called Trump a liar. Trump responds by saying, you lied about what college you went to. You never went to that college. Where was Meatloaf Jr. then? Not there. Then Joe turned white as a ghost. And I said, Wallace should be permanently masked. Joe pasty white like a corpse. Did you see how white Biden was last night? Even with makeup, he was ghostly in appearance. All the blood left his face. It looks like he's very, very sick. And I will tell you right now, you're really not voting for him. You're voting for Kamala Harris. If you want the corrupt machine that put Nancy Pelosi in power and kept her there for the last 500 years, that's what you're going to get. Meatloaf avoiding them run riots. Meatloaf feeding the world a fake news income tax story. Shame on the Murdochs. Meatloaf taking Biden's part. Meatloaf covering up the Hunter Biden Burisma scandal. Meatloaf letting Biden call Trump a clown. Meatloaf attacking Trump. Not a moderator. Tying Trump to the big lie about Charlottesville. Then I really couldn't believe how low Meatloaf went. He called them peaceful protests outside the White House. I watched them on TV for hours. They tried to burn that beautiful little church down. That was Black Lives Matter, trying to burn the church down. And Meatloaf Jr. called them peaceful protests outside the White House. I said, BLM and Antifa had just rioted and burned the church. Trump is the only one standing between us and anti-white hatred, I wrote. Anti-Americanism. Here's the big difference. Do you want to be beaten down because you're white by government decree? Do you want your kids being told they're no good because they're white? And so forth. I had many, many tweets until I finally tweeted a fact from the CDC website itself. 
and they threw me off Twitter last night for 12 hours. I didn't make it up. I'm a trained scientist. I would never make up facts like that. The CDC itself reported about a month ago that 8,000 people, not 200,000 people, died from COVID-19 per se. All the other deaths are related to other underlying conditions and or categorized as COVID when they didn't actually die from COVID because of reimbursement policies. It's all in my book, A Fight for America, incidentally. You know, that's probably the best legacy I could leave you. Forget my 26 years. A good friend of mine who's very prominent in the media said, Michael, you've done more for America than anyone I know. He said, how many shows have you done? I said, I don't know. I said, you add them up. 26 years, do an average of 50 weeks a year, do an average of the time of five shows a week with a couple of weeks off per year. Thousands and thousands and thousands of radio shows over a quarter of a century. He said, isn't that enough, Dianu? Haven't you done enough? I don't know. I don't know what I've, what's enough. Tell me what's enough. Does a surgeon put down a scalpel when he's still the best brain surgeon in the hospital? Maybe he does. I knew a surgeon who was still able to do brain surgery, but he, he retired. Do you know that, Jim? I don't actually didn't ask him why. Maybe he got tired of the, the maybe he got t- I think he could tell me he got tired of uh, dealing with the uh, government. He loved medicine, loved medicine, but he couldn't take the petty bureaucrats who stood between him and practicing surgery. That's a good analogy. That's a very good analogy. He was the best surgeon I knew in this field, and he retired. He said, I cannot deal with these bureaucrats in Medicare, Medicaid. No more. I had it. I don't want to deal with it anymore. I'm the doctor, not these schmucks sitting in, a, in an office somewhere running insurance uh, reimbursements. I don't want to deal with them. Same thing. End of an era, writes Lori LaCourt. I'm very sad to hear this, although you have been preparing us. I will listen to your podcast. I need your rational thinking and oratory in, in so many areas. I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. It's up to God. I had a long day Monday talking to God, and he answered me. He did. I swear to God he answered me. I swear things happen that I can't even share because you won't believe them. You know, some things are, some things are, are beyond explanation because when you explain them, they sound hollow and false. Things happen where I know God spoke to me. And it wasn't directly about this at all. It was about other things. I asked him for help in other areas, and he answered me. And God does things in strange ways. Things happen. I can't explain it to you on the radio show. You won't understand the context. I can't explain it. Let's put it that way. I don't have the oratorical skills to even explain what God did. So here I am talking today about something everyone is talking about. Everyone has an opinion on what happened. Everyone. Everyone. So there's really nothing new in the sense that you won't hear me on a radio station. Uh, Let me bring it back to that for one minute. They took me off major stations in all the big cities, even though my ratings were high. Ratings were high, higher than most of the people on the station because the liberals were running the stations. So they took me off. Okay, fine. So people still hear me on the stream or on the podcast. Well, you won't even hear me on a stream anymore. So what am I saying? If you want to hear me in January, get used to the podcast. How do you find the podcast? Well, talk to your phone and say, find the Michael Savage podcast. Unless, unless Siri starts to ban me. I don't know. Siri could ban me next if they don't like when I talk about breaking up Google. Who knows what will happen tomorrow? When they hear I said break up Google, Siri could. Uh, I, I don't control what happens. So let's go to the uh, show last night itself. The debate, the debate, the debate. It was not the Lincoln-Douglas debate. 
There was, you know, people saying, well, there was no substance. There was a lot of substance. Wallachinsky set up Trump by saying, do you disavow, or no, you recently eliminated basically diversity training in the federal government. They're calling it something else now. Diversity training is a code word for hate white people. I went through it. I know what it was. It was hate Christianity and hate white people. That's what diversity training was when I had to go through it. We're talking 20 years ago at uh, the KSMO radio station. 20 years ago, the, uh, the program director, not the program director, the station management made some diversity creeps come in and give us a beating. A beating. They were horrible. They were low-life, small mentality, haters like I've never seen. I walked out. But before I walked out, I told them what I thought of them. They burned candles to show us what Buddhism was. They wouldn't talk about Christianity. They wouldn't talk about Judaism. They made me look at a candle burning on a table. I got very angry at them, and I told them what I thought of them, and then I walked out and left, and they never had diversity training back again. So Trump did exactly the right thing, but they made it sound like it was a Nazi for doing it, for not knuckling under to these haters, these racists. He's not a Nazi. Do I have to remind you that his... uh, daughter converted to judaism do i have to remind you that two of his grandchildren or three rather of the kushners are jewish do i have to remind that to all of you reform liberal jews who call him a nazi how shameful you are some of the jewish groups have said that living in america now is like living in nazi germany in the 30s do you know how mentally deranged that is to say do you know how sick they are it's as sick as wallace last night saying that the protests outside the White House this last spring were peaceful and then Trump tried to call in the military. They tried to burn down a church. I stayed in a hotel across from that church a few years ago when I went to the White House. Beautiful hotel directly across from the White House and adjacent across the street to that beautiful little church. I think Trump was married in that church. The vermin and Antifa, the vermin and BLM tried to burn that church down. Do you remember that? And yet, last night, Wallachinsky said it was a peaceful protest. Do you understand what propaganda is at its worst? It was last night. So when you say Trump embarrassed the presidency by being too harsh, too tough, too belligerent, too this, too that, what did you expect him to do when it was two against one and they were out to get him from the get-go and he smelled it? Trump is a street fighter. I don't care what you say about him. He doesn't take crap from anybody. And he didn't take crap from that little shrimp nobody, Wallachinsky, that slump-shouldered zero. He certainly didn't take crap from that fake moderate, that, that fake hologram in a basement who represents the worst that could happen to a nation, Biden. Biden's on a train today, making believe he's going to save America with his moderates, his moderation. He is a phony moderate. He's a nobody. He stands for nothing. He's a chameleon. If you don't believe me, check out the links to his own website, which probably have since been purged. But I captured them all in my legacy to you, our fight for America. The war continues. Now, look, I only have an hour and 15 minutes left today on the air, right? And the lines are sold out. There's only one open line. But anyone who gets on the, on the line on, on the air today with me will get a free copy of our Fight for America. I'll be right back. Savage. Look, if you have a car that's taking up space sitting in a driveway that you don't use, okay, and you're paying insurance on it, let me ask you one question. Why? Why don't you just get rid of it? Donate it to Cars for Kids. 
Many of you have heard their jingle, it's such an earworm, you'll get a tax deduction and a vacation voucher. Well, here's how it works. Cars for Kids makes the process of donating your car quick and easy. It takes just about two minutes. They handle all the details, all the paperwork. All you need to do is schedule a pickup and sign the title. Pickups are contact-free. Just leave your signed title with your keys in the car to avoid unnecessary contact. The Cars for Kids driver will conveniently pick up your car while maintaining a safe distance. Your car donation is fast and free, usually picked up within 24 hours and often even the same day. And Cars for Kids will take your car even if it's not running. And remember, donating your car is tax deductible. And your tax deduction is based on the sale price of your car. Cars for Kids works hard to sell your car for the best price, which means more funds for their charity and a bigger tax deduction for you. And as a special thank you for donating your car, Cars for Kids gives you a vacation voucher good for a three-day and two-night hotel stay. With Cars for Kids, you get professional service, a convenient pickup, a maximum tax deduction, a vacation voucher, and a very good deed. Donate today at carsforkids.org slash savage nation. I'll say it slowly. That's cars with a K, K-A-R-S, the number four, kids, K-A-R-S, number four, K-I-D-S, dot org slash savage nation. Cars, that's K-A-R-S, the number four, then K-I-D-S dot org slash savage nation. That's cars for kids, carsforkids.org slash savage nation. They will give you the donation experience you deserve. Carsforkids.org slash savage nation. Do good and do yourself good. Carsforkids.org slash savage nation. All right, did you know that Mike Wallace is a registered Democrat? Now you say, I didn't know that, and why does it matter? Why? Again, you know, we, we have to go behind the shadows on the wall. Remember last week I was talking about Aristotle's shadows on the wall, where the, in the dialogues he says we don't really see the truth, we don't see the players, we only see the shadows on the wall. Chris Wallace is a shadow on the wall. He was the puppet. The truth is it was a setup from the get-go, so who set Trump up? Well, you could say, you know, Fox News is liberal. They are. We know that the Murdoch sons who run the place are liberal, and they have made a business decision that the future of America will be more liberal and the younger people are more liberal, and so they made a business decision to move to the left. Okay, that's a given. But what about Trump's own inner circle? Why did they permit Fox News to choose Chris Walachinsky to be the debate moderator? That was the setup right there. Now, the other day, I'm not tying the two together because I don't know, Brad Carscal was the campaign manager, wasn't he? The guy who was taken down by the police the other day after allegedly doing stuff with the gun and the wife and the this and the that and the tackle. I told you, Brad Carscal, I don't know who he was. I don't know how he got into the inner circle. Why did he permit Fox News to set Trump up with Chris Walachinsky? They could have used a moderate like Brett Baer, who's 100 times smarter and more balanced. Why didn't they insist on it? Trump was set up by his own staff, my opinion, back in a minute. The Westwood One Podcast Network. 
Fans of the Spoken Word, welcome. This is a podcast. Greetings, pod recipients. You are entering the Savage Nation. Read the book. See the movie. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. This month, your administration uh, directed federal agencies to end racial sensitivity training that addresses white privilege or critical race theory. Why did you decide to do that, to end racial sensitivity training? And do you believe that there is systemic racism in this country, sir? I ended it because it's racist. I ended it because a lot of people were complaining that they were asked to do things that were absolutely insane, that it was a radical revolution that was taking place in our military, uh, in our schools, all over the place, and you know it, and so does what, everybody what, what else. Radical, and he would know. Uh, what is oh, radical it was totally about racist. racial sensitivity training? Sir. If you were a certain person, you had no status in life. It was sort of a reversal. And if you look at the people, we were paying people hundreds of thousands of dollars to teach very bad ideas and, frankly, very sick ideas. And, and really, they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to allow that to happen. God bless we have Trump. To go back okay, to let's the core stop values. right here. Let's stop right here. So that was a setup question. Wallace did the communist left's bidding because early this month, the Trump administration rightly announced it would be prohibiting federal agencies from subjecting their employees to so-called critical race theory and white privilege seminars. Let me explain something to you. Critical race theory is really criticize White's theory. It is a hard Marxist academic ideology that infected our universities many years ago. It is a racist, toxic framework of social study, which uh, puts forth the position that white people, all white people, are guilty oppressors based only on the color of their skin. And the only remedy for it is reparations. Wallace, the stinking low-life liar, who should remain in infamy for the rest of his rotten career in the media, had the nerve to call this racism racial sensitivity training. What did you expect Trump to do to say, I was wrong, we should run this anti-white hatred in a federal government? Wallace used this false leftist talking point to smear Trump as a white supremacist sympathizer. During the same segment, this loser lowlife Mook, bum, Wallace, used more Democrat talking points than I've ever heard used in any, in any forum in my entire life. We don't need a leftist media when you have this. Re- you know that Wallace is a registered Democrat. They say that Trump was out of control. But it was a Wallace-Biden attack on Trump from the beginning. Wallace's persistent partisanship presented a new low in debates. He interrupted Trump, but not Biden, at almost every statement. He blocked Trump before Trump could correct mischaracterizations and flat-out lies from so-called moderate Joe. He got into full-throated arguments with the president, but never once with Biden. 
Wallace's presentation was a new low in the history of presidential debates. So if you say it was a clown show, you're right. But the chief clown was Wallachinsky, who should be thrown out of the media for what he did last night. And by the way, he knew he was, he was uh, not doing well. Did you hear his voice breaking? I, I even noted it on Twitter. I, I played that sound just now. Wallace's voice was breaking as he was reading that. He was scared to death like the little rat that he is. Several times last night, the president tried to talk about Biden's rotten, corrupt, scandalous family business dealings concerning his uh, questionable son, Hunter which was a gross conflict of interest while Biden was in office during the Obama administration. So Biden repeatedly lied, saying it was simply not true that Hunter received $3.5 million from the wife of the ex-mayor of Moscow. But a Senate report confirmed that's exactly what did happen. But Wallace deflected. He closed out any segment as Biden was facing too much heat. He just said, okay, we've been through this, said Wallachinsky, the plant, the propagandist, the Pravda operative. He says, I think the American people will rather hear more about a substantial subject like climate change. And then Wallace himself jumped into the debate and started to debate Trump on climate change. So, yeah, it was a clown show. The chief clown was that Wallachinsky, the meatloaf. And again, I would expect that from Fox News, given who they have become. It doesn't mean there aren't some fair-minded people on Fox. There are. But Wallachinsky is amongst the worst of all of them. And the real people who are to blame are Trump's own campaign staff who permitted Wallachinsky to be the moderator. I said so two weeks ago when I read about it. When I read he was the moderator, I said the fix is in. Now, if you think last night was bad, wait until you see what happens when the outright naked liberals are the moderators. Wait until you see what happens to Trump then. We're hearing today that Biden may not debate Trump because it was so disrespectful. I got news for you. I don't think Trump should debate him anymore. What if Trump withdrew from the debates? You think he'd lose one vote? I don't. Have you thought of that? I think Trump should say I'm not debating anymore because it's too biased against me. Goodbye. Instead, I'm going to hold rallies those nights for 30 to 50,000 people. I'll do a podcast. I'll do radio. But I'm not doing this anymore. It's too twisted and too biased. What would be wrong if, if Trump withdrew? Well, why does he have to fight? Why does he have to take on every battle? Then another one came up last night about the Proud Boys. I don't know much about them. I kind of like the fact that they're standing up to the BLM thugs and the Antifa mobs. I kind of like those guys. I really respect them. How's that? Is that a crime to respect the Proud Boys? By the way, they're not all white, incidentally, as if that would be bad. But no, they're not all white guys. There's Hispanic guys who are in the Proud Boys. There are black guys who are in the Proud Boys. Did you know any of this? According to Wallachinsky, they're all stormtroopers who have swastikas tattooed on their heart. Well, I would say Wallachinsky has a hammer and sickle tattooed on his brain. Another red diaper doper baby who's gotten away with murder his whole life in the media is Wallachinsky. So whose mind was really changed? Not mine. I got angrier at the media. I also made an announcement that as of January 2021, you will no longer hear Michael Savage on any radio station. So far as I know, it's over. You will only hear my broadcasts on my podcast because too many Chris Wallaces took over radio. I don't know if you missed that, and I'm not going to talk anymore about it right now. I may not talk about it anymore at all, except toward the end of the uh, December, assuming I'm still on the radio after today. Um, if not, you could follow me on michaelsavage.com. It's the one thing I control. 
I don't control Twitter. I don't control Facebook. I don't control Instagram. I don't control the radio stations. I have only control over one thing, michaelsavage.com. It's the portal to what I think. It's mainly I link articles right now. But in the future, it may become more important for my, opi- my, my, my political opinions. It could be a link to my podcasts. I should tell you right now what else I'm going to do. I don't know if I know you only want to hear about the debates, which is all anyone wants to talk about. I don't blame you. It's not about me. I get it. I'm taking up too much of your time talking about myself, but I, I really can't keep this in me anymore. I got sick last December and had a heart attack, and I was viciously and mercilessly abused and attacked in a way I can't even describe to you because I'd be sued by telling the truth. That's the world I live in. Because of the vermin in the legal profession and the way the judges are rigged, I can't even tell you what was done to me this year. God sees the truth but waits. All I can tell you is this. Everyone who has tried to hurt me in my life wound up hurt themselves. I don't know how it happened. One person tried to destroy me a few years ago. It cost me a million dollars to beat him. And I won. He wound up living in a tool shed. He lost everything. This is much different than that. This is not about lawsuits. This is about fate. I believe God doesn't want me on the radio because he said to me, Maybe it's not such a bad thing. Maybe it's a better thing to be in a freer format where you can actually express yourself, not look at the clock every three and a half minutes, not have to sell hair creams and hard on, uh, excuse me, male enhancement remedies. Catch that, would you, Robert? Uh, Baldness creams, um, male enhancement creams. Uh, Who knows what tomorrow will bring? Do you know what tomorrow will bring you? I don't know what tomorrow will bring me. But I know what yesterday brought me. And yesterday brought me to today. I really didn't even intend to talk about myself today. But it came out of me. There's only so much a man can carry inside his being for so long. I was going to announce it in a in December. I can't wait. I need to get this over with. So I just did. So follow me on michaelsavage.com. My podcasts are, have a big audience. A very big audience. And... Um, I'll probably continue to do podcasts in January. What else am I going to do in January? I know you don't want to hear it, right, Jim? Should I not even talk about this? No? Should I only debates? Debates, debates, debates. We could do debates all day long. I'll do it. In. I'll tell you what else I'm going to do. Many of you know that there's a thing called Kindle. Kindle is uh, books, uh, online books, right? You publish a book online. I've had 28 books published, so it's not like I need a vanity press. Amongst my books, I've had three best-selling novels published, but you wouldn't know it because I live in San Francisco, the most corrupt, twisted city in the world, who generally pretends that they're artistic and love artists. But I have three, three novels that are set in San Francisco, Abuse of Power, A Time for War, Countdown to Mecca, the Jack Hatfield series. They're three best-selling novels. Okay, but they're commercial novels. There's a part of me that is not commercial. Nobody will publish it. So I put them up on Kindle. One of them was called Xenon, X-E-N-O-N. Not a big audience for it, but it was about 50 years ahead of its time. It's like The Little Prince ahead of its time. It's like uh, a book published 50 years ahead of its time. It's a dark vision of a world taken over by radical feminists, a fictionalized version of what the world will look like and is increasingly starting to look like as radical anti-male feminists take over the world a fictionalized view called Xenon, X-E-N-O. So that's been on Kindle for about a year and a half or two years. I have other fiction I've never published that I'm still writing. 
So I'm going to do more writing and publish it on Kindle. Bypassed. See, there's a whole world that's emerging that didn't exist several years ago. Years ago, you had to go to a publisher to get a book published. Now you can self-publish and put it up on Kindle or other platforms, right? Years ago, you had to have a radio station to be heard. Well, then what happened was podcasts emerged. So now people have moved, especially the younger people, to podcasts. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, moved to po- millions of people moved to podcasts, millions upon millions. And it doesn't mean radio is done. Radio is a wonderful medium. I grew up on it and I still love it. But it's not where I will be come January. I'll be on a podcast. And something that you don't know is I'm probably going to do a video, audio video podcast. So you'll, I don't, I don't know if I want to be seen every morning. I'm often not in a good mood. But it's going to be me in a bathrobe some days. I'm telling you right now with a cup of coffee, opening up the so-called digital newspapers and reacting to the stories cold without any pre-planning. I'm telling you what I'm going to do as a podcast. I'm going to do what I normally do. I'm going to get up, put on the bathrobe, make a cup of coffee, go in front of the computer, open up some websites and start reacting to it. But instead of looking and thinking, I'm going to actually talk what I'm thinking about the stories. You get it? Then I may work in dogs and recipes and all the artifacts I have if I want to. Who knows what I'm going to do? All on the Michael Savage podcast. So, you know, things change. Sometimes you don't like the change and then sometimes it turns out better for you. Who knows? But let's get back to the debates. I took up too much of your time. I didn't do what I had intended to do. I did a little of it. And I need to take a couple of calls. Let's start with one quick quick caller. Robin in Georgia hates Trump. Robin, make your point, please. Go ahead, please. Robin, are you there? Okay, once, twice, gone. Jim, come on, get on top of them. 855-407-282. Who else hated Trump? Let's give the Trump haters a chance. No? Okay. How about a Trump lover? Matthew in Chicago, line one. You're on the Savage Nation. Go ahead, please. Hi, Dr. Savage. It's an honor to speak with you today. Um, Thank you. I feel like Trump should have... Hi. So I feel like Trump should have definitely calmed down a little bit during the debate. You know, I can understand he's getting, you know, a two-verse-one in the debate, but I felt like he should have just remained calm and let Biden dig his own hole because everyone who's seen Biden talk knows that he has dementia or something like that going on. And I felt like he should have just come. Right, you know what? You're not alone in your thinking. A lot of people are saying that Trump, by interrupting, actually interrupted Biden from screwing himself and falling all over himself. He should have let him continue to dig his own hole. Uh, people have said that. I'm not, I'm not thinking you're, you're wrong. But, you know, there's emotion in human beings as well. I know I myself can only tame, take so much crap from people until I fight back. Trump had taken so much crap from the people and was taking so much crap last night from Wallachinsky and from uh, uh, the Biden people. I think he just reacted. Okay, I'm going to send you a copy of Our Fight for America. I'll be right back. Savage. Tell you what, I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left because this is not a right his wing own, problem. This is, this is a left wing. This is a left wing white supremacist. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not malicious. That's what okay. his an idea. FBI, his okay. FBI director Gentlemen, said. Well, then, you know what? No, 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 we're, done, we're done, sir. Everybody, we're moving on to the next. We're moving on to the next. So Wallachinsky, the meatloaf, jumps in and says, we're done, sir. The minute Trump starts to get tough on this communist street group, Antifa, uh, 
and he lets the old man faker, the fake moderate Biden, go on and on saying that his own FBI director says it's an idea, not an organization, which is false, by the way, because that's since been corrected. In fact, most local police agencies are actively investigating the leaderships of this violent communist street organization called Antifa. They are a terrorist organization. They are highly organized. They are seen bringing their weapons to the uh, events in trucks. They're highly funded and organized. They're an interstate uh, criminal organization. And if we had a real FBI, this would have ended a long time ago. So if you want more riots, vote for Biden. You're not going to have less riots. You're going to have more. He's actually supporting this organization by calling them an idea. So if you want more riots and you want more communist street thugs burning and looting and things of that nature, vote for Biden because he's the fake moderate, the phony moderate. The biggest phony in the American political world is Joe Biden. I have a whole chapter on him called the fake moderate in our fight for America. Every word I write is true. When I come back, we have a guest on this discussion of this debate had no winner. It's an amazing discussion coming up on the Savage Nation. This debate had no winner. Savage. All right, so everyone's talking about who won, who lost. Everyone's saying America lost. And there was a great article this morning that I saw by Boyd Matheson, who's the opinion editor of the Deseret News. And he used to work for Senator Mike Lee, a great guy, chief of staff for Senator Mike Lee. Most recently, he was the head of the Sutherland Institute in Salt Lake City. And he said today's debate had no winner, just 320 million losers. I'm not sure I agree with that, but the article was well written. And we uh, welcome to the Savage Nation, Mr. Boyd Matheson, who joins us on the Savage Nation. Hello, Mr. Matheson. Welcome to the program. Hey, it is great to be with you. And uh, I think we actually have uh, one connection through the good Senator Mike Lee and uh, way back in the day. But uh, we appreciate it. He was a great. Yeah, no, really good stuff. I know which side you're coming from. But you said everyone lost. Now, I know that Wallace was on the side of Biden. Let's start with that. Don't you agree that he took the side of Biden almost from the beginning? I think one of the interesting things to me, and I had several people texting me this throughout the program, was that uh, Mike Wallace very early on uh, stopped moderating and started debating uh, President Trump, uh, which, is a, which was, I think, part of the reason why we ended up where we ended up in terms of just kind of the commotion of it all uh, was the fact that the moderator didn't continue to moderate the moderator started to debate and that uh, that never ends well wallace was doing the bidding of biden and the left and he was challenging trump and again turning himself into the into the point of the uh of the presidential debate and i thought it was outrageous to watch this you know if a surgeon commits malpractice there are ramifications for it if he cuts the wrong nerve, he usually is put before a board and loses his license. Unfortunately, that doesn't exist in the, uh, in the business that uh, Wallace is in. I don't think he should be allowed uh, to ever be on television after this, but that's not going to happen. Let's go back to the debate. Was there anything positive that can be taken away from last night's debate, in your opinion? Well, if, there, if there's anything, I think it should be a, a focus on the American people. If we don't like what we saw... Uh, then we got to reject it. And, and to your point, in terms of uh, media malpractice, for sure, I think there was also some political consulting malpractice uh, going on, which uh, regularly takes place. Uh, 
But I think what, 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 what do you, wait, what do you mean by that consulting malpractice? So I, I, the political consulting class uh, is more concerned about raising money and convincing us we're too divided. Uh, they they use the old uh, shampoo bottle model. Remember how on your shampoo it used to say lather, rinse, repeat. Uh, so they they love if they can lather up and they can get that you know perfect social media moment and they can let you rinse that anger and fear and frustration off with a nice twenty five dollar contribution. Then they repeat it, and, and they've actually conditioned us to respond inappropriately mm. uh, to those kinds of base emotions. Uh, and so that kind of malpractice was going. Well, so you're saying both sides had these political um, consultants doing it. I, I've been criticizing Trump's political consultants for a long time now. I believe that they never should have accepted uh, Wallace as a, as a moderator because he was a known, he's a known partisan. And they could have chosen someone more moderate from Fox News. Why do you think, if you have any insider information, Mr. Matheson, on this, why would Trump's people have permitted Fox News to present this guy Wallace as the moderator when they did? Why didn't they say no? He's too biased. Yeah, th those are always interesting. The, the, de the debates that go on before the debates and, and all the negotiation and wrangling that goes on, uh, I, I think part of it, too, is the, the president obviously is confident in terms of debating in general, uh, and I think he was incredibly confident going into a debate with Joe Biden. Uh, and so I think the president was actually less concerned and maybe didn't uh, insert himself mm. in that conversation with the political consultants who maybe thought they were getting a deal uh, when they ended up getting something else. Mm. Well, your article's interesting. Why is it called the Deseret News, not the Desert News? What does Deseret mean? <laughs> I'm interested. Uh, so, yeah, so Deseret, it was originally the uh, name of the territory out here. It's Deseret. It's a, it's a scriptural world, a word from mm. ancient Egypt. Uh, Middle East, and it actually stands for honeybee. So a lot of times when you come to Utah, you'll see beehives. Ah. Uh, well, isn't that interesting? So it's a, it's a biblical reference, desert. Avino Alenu, Avino Alenu, Avino Alenu. I'm giving you some Hebrew now. So you are uh, you're, you're out there in the Salt Lake City area, Desert News, Boyd Matheson. Your article caught my attention because you said today's debate had no winner, just 320 million losers. And then you said... There was no statesmanship, not even a hint of leadership in the room. Steve Jobs, you wrote, once described what leadership looks like when he said, management is about persuading people to do things they do not want to do, while leadership is about inspiring people to do things they never thought they could. I thought that was really a, a great quote that you put in there. And then I quoted John F. Kennedy, who inspired me when I was in my 20s to ask not what your country could do for you, but what you could do for your country. Isn't it sad we didn't hear any of that last night? Yeah, yeah, and to me that's a real tragedy because the, uh, and you know this better than anyone, the American people want to be led. They, they want to be led, and they want to have confidence in that, and they want to be inspired. They want to be challenged to do hard things. Uh, it, it's part of why I say that uh, in the midst of all of this uh, controversy and, and everything going on, I think one of the most important things we've, we all got to remember is that, yeah, vote, make sure you get it, make sure it's right. Uh, but the first Tuesday of November is not the most important day. It's the first Wednesday of November. And the first Wednesday of November, all of your listeners are going to get up and they're going to go to work and they're going to take care of their families and they're going to help a neighbor in need and they're going to give back. And we have to remember, you know, both sides have used the rhetoric that this, this election is for the heart and soul uh, of America. And, and I just flatly reject that uh, because to, to buy into that, you're saying – that the heart and soul of America 
is in the White House or in Congress or in some mm. in Fort Knox. The heart mm-hmm. and soul of America can only be found in the heart and soul of the American people. I, I agree with you. We ha- we're, we're running the country, not the political class, not the media class. It's the people who go on despite them that make this country run. I agree, I agree with you a thousand percent on that. We, ha- we have to actually function despite the political class that's killing us all. Robbing us blind, demoralizing us, not protecting us. I agree. We all want a leader. We want leadership. You're right that there was not wit nor wisdom, not a single uplifting and memorable quote to raise the sights of citizens, nothing to restore hope or offer a clarion call to come together. I did not hear one phrase along the lines of what I coined many years ago, borders language culture. You know, let's go to Trump, who I support and will vote for. I don't want to make people believe I'm, I'm ambivalent about that. I will not accept the phony moderate in Biden. That's between me and my audience and you. Uh, I know that Biden is a front man for some of the most horribly despicable movements in this country. Not declaring Antifa what they are. Backpedaling on the racism coming out of BLM. It was sickening to listen to it. But aside from that, I like leaders to inspire me. And I've always loved quotes. Quotes drove me all through my 20s. When I had nothing to guide me in my own life, I would turn to great literature and great men. I'd read the, the maxims of, of French writers from the 1700s or British essayists from the 1800s or politicians through the darkest years of the last century when we were fighting Hitler. They inspired me to go on. Then JFK inspired me to go on. What do you think has happened that neither of these politicians can inspire us? What does that tell us about America? Yeah, I, I think, uh, sadly, it's, it is this focus that we've, we've been conditioned so often to look to Washington to solve the big issues of the day. Uh, I happen to live in a place where we have a great free market economy, low unemployment, educated workforce, strong institutions of civil society with, with families and volunteer organizations, religious groups, all given back to the community. Uh, but isn't that because isn't that because you have a large Mormon community? Let's be clear. We don't have to hide what it, what, what the what the basis of that is. Oh, it, it definitely plays a, a role to be sure. Uh, but part of the reason why Utah continues to grow and expand, I think Utah is positioned not just to be the crossroads of the West, uh, but crossroads to the world. We've got a brand new international airport. We've got a, uh, a inland port coming in. Again, this educated workforce. We have more entrepreneurs going on here in the state of Utah. Uh, people are fleeing, of course, California, and they're coming here. Yeah, but you're also a Bible-based. You're also a Bible-based area, for God's sakes, where people have values. They have, they believe in a higher power, not in lower powers. Yeah, that's right, and that's part of the reason why the, the elevating rhetoric that uh, that you just described. Uh, and I love as you as you were as you were rattling off some of those uh, people that inspired you. I uh, I had this flash of a of a James Elroy Flecker uh, quote. He said that though I cannot greet you. Uh, and see your face, and I cannot shake you by the hand. I send my soul through time and space to greet you. You will understand. Uh, oh, my goodness. James Elroy wrote that? Love it. Yeah. So it's- there's more to you, Mr. Boyd Matheson, than meets the eye. You're not just a, a man who writes about politics. Apparently, you know something about fiction writing. Uh, <laughs> well, a little bit. And I, and I love great words and great quotes, uh, as you do, and, and recognize... Well, we, but the thing is this, we are driven by ideas. Man is defined by many things, but one of the things that defines us as human is the fact that we're driven by ideas. Wouldn't you agree with that? We're driven by ideas. We're, we're a thinking animal. 
a thinking animal. So yeah, here, here, here's what we're made up. We're made up. We're, we're more than the sum of our parts. Man is more than the sum of his parts. He is spirit. Spirit is driven by faith. Faith is driven by ideas. And we don't see any of that from the political class, do we? No, that's right. And, and, you know, it's been said that ideas go booming through the world like cannons and thoughts are mightier than armies and, and principles have won more battles than horses and chariots. And, and we've lost that in our political rhetoric uh, because it's gone down to the base thing, social media driven, uh, and this idea of contempt, uh, because it's not about, it's really not about disagreeing less. That's not the problem. The problem in the country is not political polarization. Uh, we got to learn how to disagree better. That's the that's the name of the game. America's always at its best when it is a, a country of big ideas, open, roiling debate. Uh, and we've lost all of that because it's easier to just have contempt to say, well, you disagree with me, so you're trash. Uh, and I can light you up on Twitter and melt down your Facebook feed and, and still go to sleep at night and church on Sunday. And mm. we got to get past that. So we can't blame Trump for the lack of civility compassion integrity we can't blame him it didn't start with him and it won't end with him it will not end with him it didn't start with him we can blame all the people we want but ultimately we have to blame ourselves i think for letting this happen yes yes because we the people we the people got what we deserved last night now i i would say to you that the level of literacy has degenerated in the country dramatically because of social media when you have idiots who have no education able to debate people with high education and think that they're equal because they're more insulting that's the end of civilization itself when you have an idiot who knows nothing about physics able to debate the equivalent of albert einstein on medical subjects and think he won because he's nastier that explains exactly why our presidential candidates aren't much better than two people fighting on twitter <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. you're inspiring me to think out loud. Anyway, I love your article. Now, tell me more before you go about Deseret News. Deseret means bee, like honeybee. It's a honeybee, like honeybee. Yep, it's a honeybee, a hive. And, and you're you're the editor of the Deseret News. The, I'm the opinion editor. I'm, I'm one dude with an opinion. <laughs> What's the circulation of the Deseret News? I'm curious. So on, online, we're uh, around five uh, million. The, the print we have, we actually have two print products. Uh, currently, we have our, our local. Uh, you have five million online. Yeah. Okay, I volunteer. I'm going to send you columns from now on. How do I get to you? I'm joking. All in, all in. Text me, ma'am. I'll take that. My, Michael Savage in the Desert News. Isn't it amazing how large there are? How many? How, how many large audiences there are in places we never expected them. And I'm sure that your listeners are very literate and searching for the truth. You know, it's a discovery. It's a discovery. Well, again, we are speaking with a man who you should know more about, Boyd Matheson. He's the opinion editor of the Deseret News. He used to be chief of staff for the great Senator Mike Lee. And he joined us today on the Savage Nation with his new topic. Today's debate had no winner, just 320 million losers. By the way, is the Deseret News online as deseretnews.com that's correct or you just go deseret.com d-e-s-e-r-e-t.com deseret 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 i think i'll write a song about it tonight thanks for being with us mr matheson a pleasure i hope you come back soon on the savage nation savage 
Now, even if the worst happens and the Pelosi machine wins and plants Harris in the White House through the stooge Biden, you're going to have to fight harder than ever come 2021. <laughs> Remember that. Your fight's just going to begin if Trump loses. It's not going to end. I wrote our fight for America knowing this could happen. And in chapter nine, I have a chapter called The Phony Moderate, and it's all about Joe Biden and those around him. I don't, I'm not going to read it to you in the minute that remains. They're Marxists in moderate clothing, and he's their front man. That's all I want to say about it at this time. Our fight for America is your blueprint for that battle. You'll need it more in 2021 than you do now. I also made a shocking announcement to many of my listeners who are very upset right now, where I tweeted, as of January 2021, you'll no longer hear Michael Savage on any radio station, only on my podcast. Too many Chris Wallaces took over radio. Let it hang in the air. Comments are coming in, and a Nick Clark writes, Michael, I've been rocking your podcast since the beginning anyway. This is transformation, not cancellation. I need you now, Doc. I got hooked on Savage Nation at age 16 when my two best friends, now a Navy SEAL and Army Lieutenant, read your books and introduced me to the show. Thank you, Nick. I hope that all members of the military, especially the active frontline military men who I know listen to this show, will continue to follow me on my podcast because that's where I will be, God willing. It's all up to God. I think that God's hand is all over this, by the way. Sometimes things happen to us that we don't like, and we fight it, and we fight it, and we fight it, and then we find out that it was actually better for us. I've seen it happen in my life several times. We all resist change. We all like to keep things going as they are. But sometimes things happen we have no control over. The Chris Wallaces take over like bull weevils, and they want fake conservatives or phony moderates. They don't want to hear people like me. Podcast, podcast, podcast. With God's will and your listenership, God bless America. The Westwood One Podcast Network.